Good afternoon, this is uh, Rupert Thompson, Chief Investment Officer at Kingswood Group. I'm now going to run through key developments in the markets over the last week or so, and also our thoughts going forward. Well, global equities had a pretty strong week last week. Uh, they gained as much as 4.4% uh, in local currency terms, and they more than reversed their losses the previous week. And in fact, equity markets ended the week at new highs, and they've opened higher again today. So the market correction ended up really lasting no more than a week. And so too did the great surge in GameStop, which is all the talk last week. GameStop has fallen back as fast as it rose. Well, the quick market recovery almost certainly reflects the fact that there is still a considerable amount of money out there on the sidelines waiting for any meaningful setback to add to equities. As long as hopes for a strong global economic recovery remain intact, any correction we think should be limited, with markets largely ignoring the current weakening of the economic data, particularly in the Euro Europe and the UK. The Eurozone economy actually contracted 0.7% um, quarter on quarter, we found out last week in the fourth quarter, and it could also see a further modest decline in the current quarter. Moving on to the UK, um, we get numbers out on Friday, and it's very likely that the GDP will probably actually have recorded a rise last quarter. Um, but if you look at the Bank of England's forecasts, and we had its latest set of forecasts out last week, they show GDP shrinking as much as 4% quarter on quarter in the current quarter. This um, sounds a lot. It is a big decline in the grand scheme of things, but it is still um, a very much smaller fall than you saw last spring. And the reassuring thing is that the bank is forecasting a strong recovery to start in the second quarter as the lockdown is relaxed. On the back of all of this, it left interest rates unchanged last week and rates now look likely to avoid being pushed below zero, unless, of course, the bank growth forecast proves to be wildly too optimistic. Moving on to the states, um, we had a deluge of data out last week and overall it was pretty mixed and really it shows a picture of a slowdown in US growth, but no double dip, unlike in the UK and Europe. Hopes of uh, near-term resilience and a strong rebound over coming months are, in the case of the US, uh, based both on the vaccine rollout and also a very sizable fiscal stimulus. There's no agreement yet between Democrats and Republicans on the size of the forthcoming package, but there's no doubt a sizable stimulus will be implemented in the next few weeks, hard on the heels of the one which was only agreed a few weeks ago at the beginning of the year. In the UK, by contrast, all the talk at the moment is very much about how the government can start to bring the government's finances back onto a more sustainable track. In reality, though, uh, Rishi Sunak may be forced in the budget, uh, which is scheduled for 3rd of March, to extend some of the existing COVID support measures and any tax increases are probably going to be pretty limited. The government has decided to stick with its triple tax lock. And by that we mean the pledge not to raise rates of income tax, rates of national insurance or VAT. And it really just leaves um, any tax increases most likely being confined to corporation tax, capital gains or pensions. So, in the UK, we're not looking at a um, major new fiscal stimulus, unlike in the States. In fact, if anything, as I said, 
um, the plan is to start withdrawing government support. So hopes of a sharp UK rebound therefore very much depend on a rapid vaccine rollout rather than new fiscal stimulus. And on this front at least, the UK is leading the way, with uh, some 15% of the population now vaccinated. The US is lagging somewhat, but it is really the European Union which is trailing significantly. Well, while the economic data has been pretty mixed overall of late, um, the earnings news, we're in the fourth quarter earnings reporting season now, the earnings news has remained very encouraging. We had Amazon and Google report last week, uh, both comfortably beating expectations. And with around sort of 60% of large cap US corporations now reported, um, earnings estimates have been revised up sharply. So at the start of reporting, the expectation was for a 10% decline in earnings compared with a year earlier. Now we're looking at a 2% gain. So big upward revisions. The oil majors, the likes of BP and Shell, um, have reported larger than expected losses, but these have very much been the exception rather than the rule. So looking forward, uh, further gains in equities will, we think, have to be driven by increases in earnings rather than increases in valuations. So these positive surprises we've been seeing in the last couple of weeks or so are definitely reassuring. Though ultimately, the path of earnings and the fate of the stock market continue really to hang on the two Vs. And by that, I mean the vaccine and the virus. OK, that's it for this week. I'll be back again next week. And thank you for listening. Please note that this podcast is for information purposes only. The views expressed do not constitute financial advice. And please remember that the value of investments can go up as well as down. How an investment performed in the past may not be the same as how it performs in the future, and there may also be tax implications. Should you require advice, please speak to a qualified financial advisor.